0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, beloved children of God, and welcome to Saturday in the 24th week in the ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 18th day of September 2021, let us together call upon the Spirit of God to come dwell among us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh. Come, come, come. Beloved children of God, the title of my homily today is Flee from the Stain of the World. Flee from the Stain of the world the first reading today friends is taken from the first letter of saint paul to timothy chapter 6 from verse 13 to verse 16 and the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to luke chapter 8 from verse 4 to verse 15. saint paul writing to timothy and speaking to timothy as he speaks to you and i today says in the presence of god who gives light to all things and of christ jesus who in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made a good confession, I charge you to keep the commandments unstained and free from reproach until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. I charge you to keep the commandments unstained and free from reproach Until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. So St. Paul is telling us here practically that we must flee from the stain of the world. And by the stain of the world, I mean the stain of stain. Anything that will prevent us from keeping the commandments of God unstained. And keeping ourselves from being reproachable until the coming of our Lord and Saviour. Yes, you may say, but father, I fought severally, I have fallen again and again. I'm still struggling. Oh, yes, this time for you now to pick up your mat and move out of the domain of sin, the domain of the taint and the stain of this world and begin to live without compromising your faith and without allowing yourself to be dragged into the mud through sinful activities or refuse to do good at the prompting of God's own spirit. Now, the very parable Jesus uses today in the gospel reading gives very clearly on what it means to be stained by the world and what it means to avoid being stained by the world. In other words, to be unreproachable. That is, living the life that is completely in keeping with the commandments of God. Jesus gave this parable about the sower and he said, As this sower went out to so sow, the seed fell in four different places. The first one is, the seed is the word of God. The seed is the word of God. The ones which fell along the path, are those who have heard the word of god then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts. You see, this group of people are not just stained by the world, but they are engrossed in the world. They are one with the world, and the God of the world is the devil. So they live in communion with the devil, such that they are not even conscious of the presence of the devil in their lives, and it doesn't make any difference. And so when the word of God comes into their life, the devil quietly picks them out, and it removes them from their heart, so he doesn't even say to germinate or not to talk of bearing fruits in their life. You have to watch yourself and check how engrossed you are in the world. There is a way you get so engrossed in the things of the world that you lose consciousness of God's presence in your life and you become so, so comfortable living in the company of the devil, even without your giving attention to it. And by living in the company of the devil, I'm not talking about being an awkward man, being a courtist, being a ritualist, being an idol worshipper, living in binage or whatever. This may be part of it, but it goes beyond this. That you may be a regular churchgoer, you may be so active in church activities and programs, yet you are living comfortably in the company of the devil. If you are in that state of life, the word of God cannot have any root in you. Because as soon as it comes, the devil picks it from your heart and it will not even see the light of the day. Not to talk of germinating to produce fruits. And Jesus says, the second is the one that fell upon the rock. The one that fell upon the rock. The rocky ground. This set of seed that fell upon this rocky ground. Um it's like the, the word of God falling. Is it is it is it, 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 it represents those who re- receive the word of God joyfully. They are happy that they receive the word of God, but because of temptation, the word of God is removed without bearing fruit. Whenever the if they fall into temptation, whenever they pass through trials and difficulties, the word of God in them completely withers away. Because the root does not grow deep in them. Yes. Many ones, they are tempted. Oh, ah, God will understand. They give excuses. We, don't, we tend to forget that God does not judge our excuses. He judges the moral value of our actions and inactions so the excuses you may have as beautiful as they may sound as fashionable as they may appear does not justify any evil we must understand this we may say oh but you know before I would oh others are doing it oh it is like this oh I will start today I won't do it again yes so nice so beautiful to the ears but this does do not in any way deny the fact that a sinful act is a sinful act Or your refusal to carry out a godly act is displeasing in the sight of God. Our excuses are not the basis upon which God judges our actions. It is the moral value that is imbued in our moral actions that determines what God judges our actions to be. And so we must be very, very careful. We must be diligent in times of temptations, trials, and challenges to learn to hold on to the word of God so that it will sink into our hearts and have a deep root That it cannot be rooted out, and then it will live to bear good fruits. The third set of seeds fell among thorns. Fell among thorns. And Jesus says, These represent those who receive the word of God so joyfully. They are so happy. But the cares of the world, pleasure, and the comfort of the things of this world will choke the life of this tree and this. Who seed such that the thing the seed will not live to produce, their children of God. This is one of the major challenges of our generation. Many Christians in our generation fall into this category quest for pleasure, quest for comfort, quest for, 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 for you know to have things in our own way. People can deny God at any time. The quest for wealth, riches have led so many into different kinds of things. Of course, nobody talks about ritual money anymore. Many have gone into, you know, um, 419 fraudulent means of making money. Some have gone into Yahoo. Some have gone into different things. The group called the Yahoo Boys. Some have gone into cyber crimes. Some will come in the name of NGOs just to exploit and defraud gullible people of their hard-earned money. The quest of pleasure, many go into different things now to satisfy their bodily quest for pleasure. Different things, weird and very, very inhuman. Many do a lot of things to attain comfort. Dear child of God, do not allow this quest for money, for wealth, for comfort and pleasure to blind you and to choke out the word of God in your life so that it will fail to bear fruit. Allow the word of God to sink into your heart and allow it to grow and bear fruit. For this comfort, this pleasure, this wealth will all come and go. But you remain. People do so many things. In the name of this. To keep themselves. Pleasurable life. Keep themselves in a life of wealth. And all of that. But the end hereof. Is destruction. We must be careful. Money is not evil. And I say it again. Pleasure is not in itself evil. Riches is not in itself evil, but the use of these things can lead us away from God and choke out the life of the word of God in us. The last set of words fell, I mean seed fell upon good soil. The good soil here represent those who are docile to the Holy Spirit and readily keep the commandments of God and live out His word as it falls into their heart. They imbibe it. They nourish it by living according to it. In other words, they live their life completely unstained, keeping the commandments of God unstained. And they are not reproachable by God because they have led their lives according to the will of God they are children of God. This is where God expects you to be. This is where God expects me to be. Because by keeping His commandments we we'll grow and flourish We we'll blossom in bearing fruits that are in line with the keeping of His word. Our life is freed from the stain of sin and the stain of the word because we consciously flee away from the stain of this word by imbibing the word of God and allowing it to grow, to flourish in our lives. And as you do that may god continue to prosper you bless you and cause the fruitfulness of your life or rather the fruitfulness of the word of god in your life continue to transform lives transform the human society to the greater glory of god's most holy name and for your good and salvation of all through christ our lord amen the lord be with you may almighty god bless you the father and the son and the holy spirit Amen. They are short of my prayers and my blessings always. And do have a great weekend.